Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. On the outside, magnificent. Robbie Rocket letting go with a run. Right off the track, mighty Ronaldo getting home. Jetstar's gone. Give us a wave in front. Magnificent Robbie Rocket. Mighty Ronaldo's out wider, sweeping home. Here comes mighty Ronaldo. Down the outside, I think he's going to score a goal in the golden slipper. Mighty Ronaldo hit the front from give us a wave. Robbie Rocket and mighty Ronaldo comes away to win it well. Mighty Ronaldo first. Give us a wave. Robbie Rocket and magnificent. Then over. Yeah, hello and welcome to Talking Harness W. Away, and that was Mighty Ronaldo taking out the Group 1 Golden Slipper for 2020. And uh, there was a lot of excited fans on track uh, on Friday night and a great drive and uh, trading performance from Justin Prentice. We're going one better than last year with Major Martini and a very happy man joins us, Glenn Mortimer. Glenn, first of all, congratulations and uh, must have been a big thrill to take out the Golden Slipper. Yeah, good morning, Michael. Thank you for that. Any chance we could uh, replay that um, <clears throat> that opening with the, the finish there was an amazing night at Gloucester Park on Friday night. Just really pleased to share it with a great group of owners. Um, you would have seen the uh, the frenzy uh, on track as the horse uh, got up and won. It was just a, a great thrill. And um, look, just goes to show it was a um, inexpensive purchase, um, only 22000 at the yearling sales. Um, he's now had... Um, Nine starts for three wins, uh, two seconds and a third. So really nice horse and amazing training performance by Justin Prentice and driving performance. He is uh, the two- and three-year-old master in WA, that's for sure. Yeah, he certainly is. And another one to Alta Cristiano. It's uh, it's a sad uh, loss to the breeding industry, uh, his passing not that long ago. But uh, Drew Nine, which is normally people throw the toys out of their cot and, you know, virtually assign themselves to, to being beaten, but it probably made it for uh, your horse because Justin had no choice but to go back. He found the pegs, fall back the pegs, and then just kept on getting the right runs through. And uh, it, was a, it was a great run because there was plenty of moves and it just made the race for him. Yeah, look, uh, there was always going to be a lot of moves early with uh, Blackjack Baby rolling to the front and they just kept coming around and coming around. And JP's very patient and... Um, hugged the rails and um, with about 400 metres to go, you could just see he just needed a bit of daylight. And once he did, he flew home like he did um, the week before in the Pearl. So, um, yeah, look, it was um, it was no surprise. And I know Bomber, you know, liked him last week uh, as an each-way chance. And um, 
Got out to a nice price in, in two reds, $31. Would have helped very nice with the quaddy if you got it. Yeah, $250 the quaddy paid, God bless it. Um, but uh, let's, let's get into the show. It's got a big show coming up, and uh, thanks to our sponsors, Retrovision, your local electrical appliances, uh, Glenn Mortimer, loans one, two, three. Uh, for our good man, a good mate there, Steve Sell, Tab Touch, the brand that funds the industry, and a new sponsor today, Bayswater Mazda, just down the road from uh, yourself and, and um, uh, my, me, um, Mortz, and uh, Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better with a Bayswater Mazda. Big show coming up. We're about to introduce you one of the biggest names in harness racing, uh, Luke McCarthy, uh, but also uh, later on the show, we're going to talk to Scott Hill and go around the grounds with Jason Bonington uh, and also Ben Cray. But uh, let's get into the uh, the program and. Uh, a horse that could be targeting Perth and the Cups later on this year made his return to Menangle on uh, Saturday night with a really good performance. Before we talk to his driver, Luke McCarthy, let's have a listen to uh, see how he performed. Well back as Modu Gate crash around and as they straighten up it's replaced by the leader. Thunder Dance in clear air to give chase and then came Atomic Red pump the brakes. Where's Outer Orlando and the Black Prince? They are a day away as they come down the stretch 150 left to go. It's all replaced I. Replaced I clear of Thunder Dance. Have a look at Outer Orlando and the Black Prince getting home when it's all over but too late and it's going to be an easy one for replaced I. It beats Outer Orlando for third not much in that. Yeah, Alter Orlando, a great return. Um, ran second, but made up a stack of ground coming from well back in the field and uh, looks to be set for another big campaign. And I'm pleased to announce that uh, his driver, Luke McCarthy, joins us on the line uh, from uh, Sydney. Luke, how are you going? Yeah, good morning, guys. Mate, first of all, before we get into Alter Orlando, how's things in, in Sydney? There's uh, obviously the the COVID restrictions coming back into place and uh, you're not too far away from one of the hotspots in, in Campbelltown. How is it for, for you guys there at Cobbity? Oh, I shouldn't have let the Victorians back over the border, Mick. <laughs> I've been saying that for years, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so but uh, how, how is it for you guys? Is, is it is it thrown too much of a spanner in the works? Obviously, you've gone back to regional racing. Is it going to affect you too much? Well, it, it doesn't bother us. Nick, to be fair, um, just probably harder on them guys, you know, that have a good team from Newcastle, like Roy Roots with the Black Prince and, you know, Steve Turnbull's got Atomic Red and them sort of horses coming back. So it probably more affects them guys than anyone. But, yeah, like, we've been lucky enough to be able to keep racing at Meningle. Obviously, we're in that region, so it hasn't affected us at all, really. Mate, uh, Alter Orlando, great return last week. You must have been really pleased. Yeah, he's come back really good. He, he had a couple of months off after the Miracle Mile. Had a good spell, and you know, he's trained back up really nice. And he, he obviously drew ten just because of the way that you know you get drawn on dollars here at Meningle every week. So with that money that he'd made, he was going to draw bad. We will draw bad for a few runs anyway. And um, but he he went really good. He made a lot of ground up, and his sectionals were you know sensational. Uh, Luke, I've um, I've enjoyed uh, over the years watching your success uh, and your family's success. Um, I, I'm pretty keen to understand about uh, your property. You've got three tracks there. One's a, a sand track, which is similar to what your dad had up in Queensland. Um, the straight track. Can you just tell me a little bit about that and the benefits of the straight track? Yeah, we've sort of, we've we've spent a lot of money setting up here in Sydney and. Um, we've pretty much got it exactly how we want it now. We've got we've got a really good hobble track. It's a it's half mile, but it's really good half mile track. And then we've got a jog track with a big hill. It's quite deep sand. 
And then we've got a straight track as well, which sort of runs off the main track and, you know, goes... It's actually got a really big hill in it. And the one, the one straight where they work up the straight sector act longer than the Nengles home straight. So it sort of mentally gets them used to going that really long straight and it's uphill. So when they get to Menangle and you put a race bike on them, I think mentally they think this isn't so tough. And you've got a great rehab facility there as well, Luke. Yeah, we've got, we put in the water walker a few years ago, which has been really successful and we've got a swim and a treadmill. So we've got all the tools, just got to have fast horses. Now, we don't know what's going on with COVID and it seems to be changing every day, but you're looking to, to possibly bring a couple of horses over over to WA. Who, who have you earmarked to come over and race in the, the Cups and possibly those mares races? Um, we'd definitely love to bring out Orlando. We, we tried to come last year, of course, um, but with all the debacle with the flights, couldn't get there. Him and Field Marshall, they even travelled to Melbourne and got stuck in Melbourne. And Anyway, we, that's gone now. But, um, look, we'd love to bring him. And um, better in force, she's come back really good. She's just done a huge job since she came to Sydney. She just got beat a nose in the Ladyship Mall going 48 and then she went went to the paddock and had a spell and then she won first up last Saturday. She went 51 in the fog. So she's we'd like to bring her for the mayor's race as well. What was it like driving? Anyone who saw them, saw watching on Sky, no one could, the camera didn't know what was going on. Fred didn't know what was going on. What was it like out there driving? Well, it was pretty eerie. Like it was, Benengal's close to the river there, so the fog had set right in, and you could only sort of see 100 metres in front of you. Um, but luckily, they kept the meeting going, and we and we got through it. And and she came out went yeah, she went 51 in that sort of cold, foggy night. So it was pretty good time, really. Yeah, it certainly was. And and also on the same night, we had uh, Cruz go up to Queensland, equaled Quinny's track record. He he went super. Yeah, he's a nice horse, Cruz. He's probably just below them handful of better ones, but he's he just got really good gate speed, and we sort of thought it was a good opportunity to take him to Brisbane to sort of split him up from Outer Orlando and Cash and Flow and King of Swing, obviously. So he went up there and made the most of a good draw and, and run a really good time. Just before we go, a lot of WA people looking to uh, a few WA horses. King of Swing, how's he going? When's he going to return? Yeah, he's come back super. So he had a couple of months off after the mile as well. Had a good spell. He's trained back up really good. Um, he'll he's pretty much ready to go now. He'll have his first start on the first of August. And Luke, you've got a couple of nice drives at uh, Newcastle tonight and uh, Menangle tomorrow night. Is there anything uh, anything there that you can throw out to the listeners? Um, the, the all three tonight are really good chances. Um, Cullen Byrne, he won the carousel last preparation, um, done quite a good job, got through the grades, and then he's, he's resuming tonight. He'll, he'll run well. The other two horses, um, two-year-old should go good. It's his first start tonight. He'll, he'll run a good race. And um, I think out of Orlando, second up from the spell, he'll go really good tomorrow night. And just before we let you go, Drakari's uh, former WA mayor. She's now in your stable. Uh, how is she looking? Yeah, she stopped in on, on the way home to New Zealand. Obviously, she'll be bred this year, but um, Trevor was sort of hoping to get, give her a few runs at Menangle and hope to get a good time up. And, yeah, she's she's training along good. She'll be a couple of weeks away from the races. All right, mate. 
thanks for taking time out. I know you're, you're really busy, and uh, but uh, hopefully the, the the plan was aborted last year, but hopefully we can get a plane and, and get you over here and we'll, we'll catch up and, uh, and reminisce about old times. Oh, that'd be great. I'm sure Bond will have the fridge full. <laughs> he, he always does. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Righto, see you guys. Thanks, Luke. Bye. Yeah, you know, Luke McCarthy there, and uh, there's not too many. Ben Cray said it last week. There's not too many big race drivers in in the country, and uh, for his age, he's driven almost 2,600 winners. Um, you know, he's he's just a superstar of the game, and uh, he hasn't changed over all the years I've known him. And uh, I don't think there's too many better. Yes. No, he's won. Uh, he had six months uh, over there in the the US, and. Um Yep, drove a drove World a Trotters Derby World winner, tr- on, on uh, Muscle, Muscle Hill. Hill. One of the yeah. greats. And, uh, a chance yeah. drive it was too. Yep, Andy's going well over in America. He drives in the Meadowlands pace yep. and Todd obviously is going really good. So, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're a great family and um, plenty of success. Let's go to the break and after the break we'll come back and we'll talk to uh, Scott Hill about some uh, races at Gloucester Park. But as we go, let's listen to Cruz equaling Quinny's track record. They're at the turn. Cruise in front, leading by a neck. Colt 31's trying to close in. Watch Pulp Fiction back to the inside. Cruise still in front. He's got Colt 31 cold on the outside. Cruise in front. All the way, Cruise. Cruise too good, beating Colt 31. Watch Pulp Fiction, Major Cam. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. And Hands and Wheels got a big job to get into the money. Coming up towards a turn, though, and Chicago ball clear. Uh, I'm Soxy trying to hold on for second with Kiriskiro outside of him. And then came Rock Me Over. Now Hands and Wheels trying to wind up from the back around the turn. Chicago ball clear in 27-4 from I'm Soxy. And then Kiriskiro, Rock Me Over the inside. Chicago ball clear from I'm Soxy. And then came Kiriskiro and Rock Me Over. Chicago ball pushed out. Goes home to win it well. Chicago ball from I'm Soxy. The margin about... Welcome back to Talking Harness WA and for our sponsors, Retrovision, uh, Loans123, uh, Tab Touch, the brand that funds the industry, and also a new uh, sponsor, Mortz, it's uh, Bayswater Mazda. Absolutely. Go out and see uh, Anthony and the team there at Bayswater uh, Mazda. All right, that was Chicago Bull. Win number 49 from just 77 starts. Took his prize money to uh, well over $1.8 million. It's six from 11 this time in with five minors. This is all after breaking bones in his in his wither, his neck. Yeah, he's a great job to, you know, come back and, and perform how he has. And, of course, last Friday night, uh, Junior just flew the gate and uh, got to the front, which was um, the end of that, at yeah. a, um, at a, still at a fairly nice price too. Yeah, Junior, too good uh, on that occasion. He caught, uh, I think, a few uh, by storm and, and napping by getting across and uh, he goes around again and that's the first race we go to uh, discuss so let's welcome in our form expert Scott Hill how are you Bomber? Very well thanks guys good morning. Morning Bomber um, nice uh, um, even weekend last weekend um, we got drilled in the first uh, unfortunately but um, Chicago Bull uh, Mighty Ronaldo each way and then Lord Roscoe that was a great win uh, two unit bet in, in uh, race seven so uh, a fair weekend, so let's uh, let's see what we can do for the punters this morning, Bomber. Absolutely. Looks a really, really good betting card tonight, Mort. Yeah, sure does. Uh, lots of value, and um, even Betty have managed to find uh, quite a few there with value. 
Um, but we are going to start off with uh, race four. Um, yeah, we sure are. Uh, nine races on the card. The first race at uh, 5.17. And the first race we've got to look at is race number four, the Garrard's Horse and Hound Australia New Zealand wide. And it's over the 25.36 metres, so the staying course. And it's race number four coming up at 6.47. And uh, already a bit of movement in this market. Uh, as we have a look at uh, Tab Touch Market, Tommy Be Good, number one, $51 out to 71 Back It's now into $26, number one, Tommy Be Good, and $2.80 the place. Hands and Wheels, $2.15 into $2, out to $2.10. Ideal Liner is uh, number three, $13 into $10. Motu Premier is $12 out to $13. I'm Soxy, $71 uh, back into $61. Rock Me Over is $100 out to $126. Chicago Bull, after being heavily supported last week, opened up a 170 uh, this week, into, uh, out to a dollar 95, and here's the favourite. And we have Volton 10, also supported uh, at a little bit of on guides, twenty dollars into seventeen. And uh, Scott, this is another interesting race this time. Hands and wheels drawn really well in two. Chicago Bull once again out in barrier seven. Yeah, well, these free-for-alls have become uh, very tactical. We've seen that over the last four to six weeks. And uh, with that in mind, I think hands and wheels, he shows brilliant gate speed when asked. He'll be much fitter after last week's performance. And he actually ran equally as well as the bull last week. I mean, Junior pulled their pants down early, crossing from the outside last week, and it was pretty well game over. Hands and wheels first up from a spell. He, he sat sat at the back, they ran home in really, really good time and, and he actually didn't lose any ground on the ball and, and covered that little bit extra ground sitting in the running line. So I think with benefit of fitness out in front and uh, Aiden DeCampo able to sort of dictate the tempo, he's going to take all sorts of running over tonight. Yeah, it was uh, a very good uh, first up solid run, uh, run by hands and wheels. Um, I thought he hit the line really well. And uh, they came home in 27-4, 27-1, and like you said, didn't lose any ground. Tonight should get to the front and be hard to beat. Uh, what's the bet in this race then, Bomber? Uh, he's a three-unit bet for me, as you as you touched on there, Mort. He, he had every right to sort of knock up last week, and, and that and the fact that he kept finding a line showed he's, he's well and truly forward in, uh, in, in his campaign. And even being second up, I can just see him going to the front and I'm really, really confident he can just uh, run home in that 55 last half. And there's not there's not a horse in, in WA that can sit outside of 55 last half and, and win. So three-unit bet. No, I love those uh, very confident three-unit bets. So that is hopefully a good way to get the night off for the punters. Yeah, being very tactical, as you said, these free-for-alls, and uh, looks to be that case again. The next race we're going to look at is race number six, and once again sponsored by Garrett Horse. Now this is the Botra Cup. Uh, standing start, and uh, let's have a look at the market. Major Shard is nine fifty, was ten dollars, so in uh, half a point. Uh, Davinia Beliza is two forty into two twenty five. Uh, Regal Ambition sixty one dollars. Major Artist eleven. Uh, Karamia uh, Filmion is at six sixty one dollars. On my oath sixty one. Rebel with a grin is at four dollars eighty. Uh, and it's the first off at 10 metres. 
I'm rock and roll music at ten dollars is also off ten music. Delightful reaction at sixteen, and forgotten highway at three forty also off the back mark of ten meters. So the front is one to six, and ten meters from seven to ten. And uh, an interesting affair this uh, bomber, and we have the bond runner at uh, really well supported two forty into two twenty five. What do you think? Yeah, Pam wanted a bit of value here that uh, ran a ripping race last week. It's actually been in good form uh, for its last few. But last week, coming out of that Lord Roscoe uh, mile race and absolutely flew across, used plenty of juice early to find the front to sit on Lord Roscoe and then took a sip. And he's still not out. He, he's They went 156 and change. He's hard up on the back of Lord Roscoe. Comes back into a stand tonight over the longer trip has a great record at the track and distance with three starts, one win, two places. Seven starts at the distance for a win and five places. He steps. Uh, he's got three horses inside him. They're a little bit hit and miss at the start. Uh, so there's some chance that he could actually cross here. And then uh, he's got options as to whether he, he holds the front or, or takes a sip. Otherwise, he can sit up in the running line. He, he ticks plenty of boxes for me at a really big price. And that's a major artist. Very keen on an each-way basis. Very good race. Um... Like you said, he was held up last start, uh, gets the chance to uh, get to the front, the favourite uh, locked wheels uh, last start, so uh, that put it out of contention. But a couple off 10 metres there, Rebel with a grin, much improved, and Forgotten Highway, uh, winner at its last two starts. So uh, a really good um, um, a really good even race, but you've managed to find one there at $11, which is uh, excellent value. What's the, what's the bet uh, on that race then, Bomber? I think we go a half unit win, one and a half unit place for a two unit outlay. I'm, I'm finding it hard to see him miss a place in the form he's in, and the fact that he can run home a, a really quick last half, he's going to be up on the speed. And I, yeah, I think he's he's probably double his price at least. And of course, he's got uh, Chris Folk who gets him out beautifully. So um, a half unit, yeah, correct. A half unit for the win and one and a half unit for the place, giving a total of two units for the race. Beautiful, absolutely. All right, let's yep. take a break. We have the favourite in that race with the Bonds in uh, at $2.25. And let's go back a week. And an old master for the uh, the Bonds stable, Courage Turles, at 12 years of age, made it win number 38 and uh, took prize money to just under 430000 He's in tonight in race number three at going around a $26 chance. But let's listen to last week, uh, the old Marvel Courage Turles winning at 12 years of age at Gloucester Park. He's going to be the danger. Euphoric moment also is running on. 29-12 tries to come back, but in the straight Prada's idealing. Darling in front, but Courage tells in euphoric moment coming hard. Courage tells in front, though. He might be the one. He is. Euphoric moment, then Prada's ideal. Darling in 29-12, but Courage tells goes home to win it well. Courage tells for you. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. 27.5 third quarter. And it's Star of Diamonds just in front of 55. Reborn Sports Package almost makes a line of three. Miss Lamar's on the outside of Block Jorg and they were followed at the head of the others by Rockin' the Trend as Star of Diamonds comes away now from 55. Reborn and about to utilise the sprint lane. Block Jorg coming again. 55. Reborn Sports Package. Miss Lamar Rockin' the Trend running up behind a wall. Block Jorg is coming after Star of Diamonds and may have arrived. Block Jorg in a photo with Star of Diamonds. 
She certainly arrived for uh, her, her backers and uh, got there right on the dot, line defeating Star of Diamonds. Uh, only a half head in it, and uh, hasn't she been a revelation this year? Last, as a two-year-old, she won. She she run three placings from eight starts, no wins. One of those was a Group One, mind you. But this season, she's won six and placed nine of thirty, and won over a hundred thousand dollars. And that was another feature, uh, the thirty thousand dollar Danish Daughter Classic to go with her Diamond Classic. But gee, she's been a, a really good three-year-old filly this season for Connections? Yeah, certainly has. She's been um, been in amazing form and um, a really, really strong win there in the uh, Dainty's Daughter Classic. No, it sure was. Let's have a look at Phillies uh, uh, Mare's race tonight at uh, Gloucester Park. This is the Open called Garrard's Horse and Hound Perth on... 9221-9493, Phillies and Mayor's Pace, and it is race number seven, and it comes up at 8.20 tonight. And Parisian Party Girl is four sixty. Fake News, $4.00, five fifty for Queen Shenandoah, 61 for Now You See Me Smile, Rock'em Buys the Favourite for the Hall Camp at 3.30, My Prayer, 34 Armour India at 3.80, American Delight, $16, Dance... Dancing with Mac at 91 and Talker Up at 15. And this looks uh, an even race. The, the betting market says it is with Rock on By at 3.30. But there's half a dozen under double figures here. Um, Scott, what do you think of this Phillies and Mares race? I think, I think Parisian Party Girl is the leader here. And going back through her form, her last three runs, she... She's just been outstanding. Uh, she led in the race against uh, Stroke of Luck a few weeks ago, and Stroke of Luck come looking for the front. Parisian Party Girl has been considered a bit of an opportunist in the past, but that night she was dead set keen to hold the lead with Harper giving Vokey the big head shake when he came, but Vokey just applied so much pressure and, and eventually got to the front. At the back of that, I thought she would have she would have struggled the last bit, but she still smashed the line that night, and they ran home in fifty six. She's actually ran home in at least 56 the last three runs. I can see her holding up the front tonight. Not a whole lot of pressure with a couple with um, fake news first up. A couple of these that are needing to go back. Armour Indy may go forward, but I can't see a whole lot of pressure. And if she's able to get away with a with a second quarter here and then uh, dash home in 56, find it very very hard for them to run her over. I'm I'm very keen her tonight. Yeah, she's she's certainly hit the line very strongly the last two or three starts, and as you said, always sort an opportunist, but uh, hit the line really, really hard. Um, some nice horses in the race. Uh, fake news, very smart mare. Been racing in really good company uh, before the let up. You know, Miss Sangrial, our Alfie Romeo, Ocean Ridge, some really high quality horses there. Uh, Armour Indy was a good run first up, so nice field bomber, but. Um, I'm with you. I think Parisian Party Girl gets her chance tonight. Um, what's the bet in this? Uh, well, I've actually, I marked it two dollars, so um, it's a three-unit bet for me. I think I think she wins this race fifty percent of the time, whether she leads or or one hammers her and she actually ends up taking a sit. Based on the stroke of luck race a couple of weeks ago, it won't matter to her. Um, and the fact that she's so rock hard fit and some of these aren't, um, yeah, really, really keen. A three-unit bet for me. That's a very, uh, very confident bet. That's what we like, uh, like Bomber, three units at uh, a very nice price of uh, $4.60. So it's going to come right at the right time of the night as well, <laughs> race number seven. Yeah. It's going to be the make or break of us tonight, Scott, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, let's have a look at the final race of the night. And it is uh, race number nine. Uh, and tell you what, the two-year-olds have been ultra competitive. We saw a great Golden Slipper last week, and a couple of these probably wouldn't be out of out of place in a, in a Golden Slipper. This is uh, the two-year-old event, race number nine at nine twenty-five tonight. And uh, let's have a look at uh, the market uh, here for Tab Touch, and you can go to tabtouch.com.au to get all the the markets, and you can open an account if you haven't got one, but you should if you're in WA to support the industry. And uh, number one is Our Shelley Beach at six dollars was nine fifty, so well supported. $9.50 to $6 uh, this horse. Otis, who was a really good winner at, at Pinjarra last start, $3.90 out to $4.80 back into $3.90. Sugar Street, uh, who's been uh, really consistent in his short career, is $1.45 out to $1.55. Uh, Burley Shard at 17 Squeeze Me Please Me is the outside of the field at $100. Uh, Dominus Factum has been supported. $5.50 to $6 into $4.40. And Star of Willoughby is at $31. And, uh, Scott, this is another really competitive two-year-old race. Yeah, you, you nailed it there, uh, Mick. The two-year-olds this year, just about everywhere they've gone, they've been really good races um, every night of the week. Um, really, really good bunch. And uh, this guy I keep coming back to here is uh, Dominus Factum. I really like this bloke. I think he's going to make a ripper three-year-old. But tonight's race could set up quite well for him, I think. And particularly, I particularly like the move for the one horse, which means they could be trying to push through and hold up there with a bit of luck. Um, Otis will be going forward. Sugar Street, he'll want the front or at least the breeze. He's raced in the breeze a lot this season. Plenty of pressure on up front. And uh, Dominus Factum, he, I think he can probably slot into the 1-1, one, one, if not the 1-2. by two. Runs home in really quick time. Last week at Bunbury, uh, he was you know, he was running sideways and up there, up the back of them for the last 400 in a 55-8 half and beat 95 metres. You know, if he can be close enough in that 1-1 one, one or 1-2, one by two, if he can be close enough at the 4 or 600, he's going to take a whole lot of stopping late. His last, uh, like you said, Scott, his uh, his last start was uh, he was sideways. He was just climbing all over him. Down the back, he was. Uh, I think he was still last. They ran some time. Yeah. Looked for all the all the shortcuts down the straight, and uh, I think if he had got out, he would have been very um, very close to winning that. So, yeah, in the small field here tonight, um, uh, were they racing single file? I don't think so. Sugar Street will certainly... He'll be happy enough to breeze. He's shown he's strong enough to breeze and he's, he's probably stronger than he is fast. Uh, Otis is another one who's quite... You know, he's a strong horse. He's not a fast horse. He, he won really well at Pinjarra last time. So I'm sure they'll be... You know, I can't see them going single file and I'm sure there'll be enough pace on for a horse like Dominus Factum to get the last look. He Even at Pinjarra, two starts back, he, um, he ran B rock hard. To, oh, actually, beat B Rockhard, sorry, mm. and, and that was in a 55 8 last half. Um, B Rockhard, we, we know how good he is. Um, yeah, d- just looks a really, really nice race for him. And another one at uh, good each way odds there, uh, Bomber, currently, uh, as Michael said, 5.50 out to 6, back into 4.40. So, what's the bet in this? Uh, he's a one unit bet. I've, I've marked him around the $3 mark, so still plenty of value there. Yeah, there's still plenty of value at $4. All right, uh, Bomber, mate, thanks for your time. Another really good good card tonight, and there might be a bit of value there for punters. I think so. It looks value right across the meeting. So, yeah, I think we can get involved in uh, in a lot of races tonight, and they're the four that I'm most keen on. Good on you, mate. We'll talk to you next week.
Thanks, Mick. Thanks, Thanks Bob. Thanks, Bomber. Go the Bombers. <laughs> yeah, go the Bombers. It's go- going beautifully. And, and you can you can follow Scott Hill on uh, Twitter, and uh, he's he 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 live tweets through the night and gives tips for every race as well. And he, you can follow him at Hill Bomber um, on Twitter if you're on Twitter. If you're not, get on there. And uh, we're about to listen to um, Dominus Factum last week, only getting beat by just over a length in that really good tour race at um, at Bunbury last Saturday night. Uh, interesting fact for our good mate uh, Alan Parker, uh, who's who sent this through, and Chris Lewis. He's he's had over five uh, five thousand six hundred winners, but he's th- within three of twenty nine hundred winners in Perth. But that also includes uh, Richmond Raceway, which is right. it, it, tonight yeah, looks a, yeah, looks fantastic. like a, a tough night for him. Um, but it can't be too far away, surely, even driving twenty nine hundred winners in Perth, which will just be a stagger, staggering achievement for the master. Amazing record. Yeah, absolutely amazing. All right, let's go to the break and let's listen to the uh, two-year-old race from uh, Bunbury. They were spread right across the track. There was about a length between first and seventh and it was B-Rock Hard, just too good on the night. Out of the 1-1, one, one, now comes B-Rock Hard and beat the bank behind the lead. Star of Willoughby to the outside. Sugar Street has gone to the lead now from Burley Shard. Beat the bank down to the sprint lane. B-Rock Hard the outside. B-Rock Hard has raced up with Sugar Street. B-Rock Hard has gone to the lead and B-Rock Hard. A half a length to Sugar Street. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Obi Wan, the outside steampunk loomed up large, has had the cold sit on Obi Wan and ran on by. Out deep enchanted stride from way back, running on, but blasting away steampunk. Steampunk goes on to win, scores by eight metres, Street Kid second, enchanted stride third. That was Steampunk winning for Merv Butterworth and Karen Manning, the queen of harness racing. And if you backed her, you were, you were on very good terms with yourself throughout the race because Obi-Wan was pulling like a train and Steampunk just sitting in behind at every chance. And uh, uh, Merv Butterworth, who's a, a WA, uh, former WA person and great owner in harness racing, has got uh, horses over here with uh, Ross Oliveri, including Motu Premier, who goes around tonight and... Uh, obviously, Karen Manning, Mortz's favourite trainer-driver of all time uh, in Victoria. And uh, I don't think it could have been more impressive, uh, Bono, as we welcome you into the program. No, very, very good. First up from a break, without a trial, which often Kez does. And when she does send a Marianne at the trolls, you don't, you're not looking to, to see too much. So, turned up there. And really, it was a reconnaissance mission for Steampunk. We know he's got really good ability, but you sort of wanted him to stab his imprimatur last week. And that's exactly what he did, I think. He's a horse on the rise, but this is just the same situation. It's a bit like Norm Jenkins and Andy Gath. When Merv Butterworth and Kieran Manning partner up, good things happen. They certainly do. And, uh, yeah, she's she's a marvel. I, look, we, I, I don't think Kieran gets the accolade she deserves because she was the trailblazer for everything female in harness racing. She broke every record in the book. Uh, I, I know Glenn's an Unabash fan, but and, and also on top of that, she's you wouldn't meet a nicer person either, and and um, she probably should get more accolades on the on the national and international scale than what she does, and and driven winners all over the world, Norway, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, well, I, I, we certainly I introduce her always whenever we have an interview as the world's winningest horsewoman of any kind, because <laughs> that's what she is, yeah. and by a long, long way. And when you think about how many more. 
winners she could have driven over the last six or seven or eight years because she's turned her hand and now her and partner Grant Campbell, they concentrate more on the training side of things. She still drives and drives spectacularly well. In fact, there's an argument that could be made that she's an even better driver now than she was because early doors, she was very, very aggressive like, uh, say, young Kima Frenning is right now. But she's such a smart driver now, but she knows her horses extremely well because she's focused on the training. So she's the winningest horsewoman in the world, and she could have gone to a stage where she could never be caught if she'd decided to uh, continue driving as her main, her main occupation. But she's one hell of a trainer as well these days. Before we get in the tips, how's the feeling in, in Victoria? Gone into regional racing. Uh, is it still um, expected that racing will continue? And, and Victoria, even though we're seeing a lot of news coming out there around the COVID situation, that, that racing, because of this regional racing, is safe and we can continue following uh, harness racing and the su- support can, uh, can continue? I think it's one of those situations, Rads and Morts, where you sort of, it's a bit of a landmine situation. You're walking through and so far we've been protected and there's no reason with the success that racing's had in terms of uh, staving off a, a COVID crisis of their own. Why would you shut it down? We are sort of on the precipice potentially of going to stage four lockdowns here in Victoria, but so much of the Victorian uh, harness racing set, as we know, and this is true of all around Australia, is a regional game. Really, it's this horrible ring of steel that I'm caught in that, that's the problem. If we had metropolitan racing in Melbourne, if there was still the showgrounds or Mooney Valley, then you might have more of an issue. But really, most of the state has been protected from this. This is very much a metropolitan problem. So uh, at the moment, worst case scenario, I think you might see your Meltons and potentially your Kilmores and your Cranbans in a touch of bother. But at the moment... It's onward and upward. All right, let's get in some tips. What do you like uh, for the weekend? Well, you're the beautiful segue from you, boys. You just know what you're doing. I didn't even tell you that Steampunk was my best in the program, but Steampunk is my best at Ballarat tomorrow night. We're getting around $2.80. I marked it at buck seventy. Like, I think this is a, a very progressive horse. There will be the, the, uh, the naysayers... Um, wanting to tell you that got the cold sit first up from a break and didn't have to do much. It was an on paces night at Bendigo. But I've gone back and watched when Steampunk has had to face some adversity in his races, and he can sit parked and go just as well. He may have to sit parked here. He might roll forward and get some cover. He probably won't find the front, but I still think he'll be winning. And I think you're getting extraordinary value at the moment at the two dollars eighty. And I've done a bit of a I've done a bit of a naughty and a nasty on you boys again. I should wait for the show before I get involved, but I couldn't help myself when I saw that uh, a horse called Final Peace, who's first up from a break in the final event on the card at Ballarat tomorrow night, was $11, and my Twitter finger got a bit itchy, and I thought, I'd better put this out now before somebody else um, takes my glory, and it's been heavily supported, but you're still getting value now, about $4.50 now for Final Peace, but I marked it $2.80. It has shown ability right from the word go, home track for Murph. I think there's a lot in Final Peace's favour, and I also think they'll really run hard early, so if they run that first section I'm expecting in the final event, I think final piece will finish all over the top so you can take the multi or just take them individually because they're good enough prices 280 and 450 about race five number five steampunk at ballarat tomorrow night and race eight number nine we can't have anyone taking your glory bono well, you, 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 you know, you, you're, the same, you're the same as me, Rads. We, we're ego-driven swaggerers, <laughs> and we can't help ourselves. And, and, and it's worked out pretty well for us so far, so we might as well continue on the same path. Exactly. Good on you, mate. Talk to you next week. Thanks, JB. Good on you, boys. And now, um, this man needs uh, 
No introduction, one of the best in Australia by a mile and uh, got to say uh, a couple of nice collects last uh, week with a, um, had a couple of places there at uh, Newey, got one of those up and whenever BK says there's free money available, that certainly saluted race five, number seven. And Alta Orlando, very unlucky, massive run. So welcome, Ben Cray. Speaking of ego... <laughs> no, 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 no introduction needed. Then it took four minutes to get through it. Yeah, I reckon. Jesus. Look, actually, uh, look, I've got three three races I wanted to discuss today with you. And let's go to Alto Orlando's race on Saturday. And uh, look, there's two horses in that race. Alto Orlando and the Black Prince were, were beaten in that race, but they were just unbelievable in that race. Um, Alto Orlando came home in fifty three ninety and twenty six oh nine, and the Black Prince, which was behind it, came home in. 53.66, and its last quarter was 25.76, which is just unbelievable um, sectionals there. So they they should fight out that main race tomorrow night. There doesn't look to be a lot of value in it. I think they're $1.90 and two twenty or something like that. But I thought it was just worth mentioning that it's a really great race uh, with some really informed horses there. Yeah, we certainly look forward to that one. So uh, so what have we got in... Um, we've got something, something at Newcastle tonight and maybe Menangle look, tomorrow night? Yeah, look, it's a really tough meeting. I wasn't overly keen there tonight, but I have... I'm just going to go to the place again for you tonight uh, at Newcastle, and there's one race two, number one, Elsie Gem. You're probably going to get 240, 250. Depends how you shop there. Maybe a touch better. Um, <clears throat> it looks a racing two for the win. Number five, Port Allegra, is a pretty smart one from Clayton Harmy, and I reckon it'll get the lead. Number nine, Deanna... Uh, sorry, Dian Tanya uh, is a very smart horse as well, won 6 and 15. It's got the bad barrier, but my little pick here is Elsie Gem, which I think can trail the the five here, Port Allegra, and, and run a drum at, you know, like I said, $2.40, $2.50, which is decent enough odds. Um, it doesn't mind the distance. That's an important key here at 2,000 metres. Uh, if we go back to the 18th of May, which is only a couple of months ago, this horse won one of the heats of the, uh, the big uh, regional championships that we have here at Newcastle, and that was over 2,000 metres. And this horse really should be able to plug on and uh, look outside of the top two. This looks clearly the third best pick for me, so I'm happy to be jumping in at those odds. All right, well, uh, that's a nice start. And then what else you got for us, BK? Look, if we go to Menangle tomorrow night, uh, race four, there's a horse called number nine, I'm Feeling Fiery. I think it's around the 4 or $5 mark last time I checked. This has got really good gate speed, this race, and it's dropping in grade here. Um, last start was against Jimmy Sun. Uh, prior to that, it was against Royal Aurora and Zarvan Banner. Um, this is a real big drop in grade for this horse, and it's got tremendous gate speed. Toddy McCarthy on board. No one better at getting them out of the gates than this guy, and I think it might be able to lead for a long way here. Um, it is a 2,300-metre race, which is a little bit... Uh, well, look, it's probably not suited to it, but I think it can cross. And then from there, Todd can decide whether to hold or maybe hand up something else and have the last crack at the straight there. So the only concern is the 2,300 metres for me. But, you know, 4 or $5, I'm happy to take take that about a horse, which I know is going to be probably in front or behind the leader there at Menangle over the, over the longer journey. Yep, 550 <coughs> on Tab Touch. Ben Crow. Oh, well, that's good enough. It is. And, mate, thanks for your time. Thank you, BK. Have a, have a good weekend, guys. Yeah, same, thanks. Talk to you next week. All right, big show. Luke McCarthy, plenty of winners. Uh, Mortz, thanks for your time. It's going to be hard to uh, top last week's, though, for you after after your great uh, Group 1. And once again, congratulations. No, thanks. Uh, thanks, Rad. It's been a great show. Great card at Gloucester Park tonight. So uh, get along and uh, have a punt.
Yep, and uh, just four punters. Race number six is a first four jackpot of uh, 6,000. So that usually gets up around the 40 to 50,000 mark in in that uh, pool. So uh, if you're investing in the first four, race six, there's a uh, uh, $6,000 jackpot. Uh, thanks for your time. Hopefully we found you plenty of winners. And f- until next week, it's bye for now. Have a great week. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91